0: Welcome back to the podcast. Um, we're back, dude. <laughs> uh, I've been itching to do a podcast for the last uh, maybe two, three days. Just trying to find free time to get there. Plus, I really wanted some coffee. That's my new thing. I don't drink coffee unless I'm podcasting. So I don't OD and overdo it on the co- on the coffee. So, And it's been working, man. Except the uh, last podcast I recorded... I hadn't had a coffee in months, so I drank it, and then the next day I had a headache all day. I just felt hungover from coffee, which is crazy to think, you know? Smoke weed all day. Don't feel hungover. One coffee, next day I just have the worst headache, but it's worth it, especially uh, while we're here, my G's. Um, I guess I could start this one off with first saying it's a beautiful spring day out, which is epic. It's insane, man. I'm loving it right now. We've been all over the map with the weather and just like surviving 2020 and then 2021 has been starting off very intense and crazy, but uh, right now we got the weather and I can see the trees starting to, the flowers starting to bud and my dogs are loving the walks and stuff and it's been awesome. Um, we're going to start it off with first uh, shout out to the Sponsors. Because the sponsors help support this podcast and keep the show rolling. So I'm really uh, really stoked on that. First, I'd like to shout out All I Need Skate. Please check us out at allineedskate.com. We have our online skate shop there. You can check that out. And um, we don't have any decks up at the moment. I'm thinking about putting some decks up there soon. So all you guys out there that's been hitting me up about you know, putting some decks on the online store... Uh, I know it's been a pain in the ass, but please be patient. We'll have some up uh, in the next week or two, hopefully. Just small batches to go up. They're going to go fast. So just keep your eyes out on the website. Check in periodically and see if we have any decks up there. We've been selling direct to skate shops because they've been moving really fast, which is awesome. But, you know, when they're gone like that, then I can't put them up on the store. And those of you that don't live near a skate shop kind of miss out, you know? So I totally get it. And also, shout out to everybody overseas that have been hitting me up about carrying all I need over there and trying to get me to ship them and stuff. I'm not shipping out of the country at the moment. I've done it in the past, but um, right now I just don't even have free time to do it, you know? Uh, But just so cool, man. I appreciate the support and love and the fact that uh, all I need is made it out to Germany and Japan and all over Europe and Australia. It trips me out, man. Worldwide, baby. All I need worldwide, you know yeah. Uh, okay, so, yeah, please support All I Need Skate. Uh, you go to allineedskate.com. We have our four new t-shirts up there. We're under 10. We have under 10 in each one, so there's only select sizes. Some are sold out and whatnot, but we got our Skull T, tee, long sleeve t-shirt. Uh, love this tee. It's got this octopus, uh, skeleton octopus, hanging on to uh, its, uh, I guess, like what it would be. It's... um. What are you buried in? God, I'm brain fart right now. Casket. It's hanging on to like a rotten casket. And it says never abandon ship. Uh again, there's only under ten of those, so don't sleep. Once they're gone, I might bring them back in different colors. So and then we got our script tee. This one uh has been one of the best sellers. Just says East Coast, skate company, original goods, all I need. Um and we got our shark tee, which I went to the edge last night. And uh, I was sick to see mad sharks out there representing all I need, rocking the shark tee. Uh, so cool, man. And shout out to uh, my homie Corey Noonan last night. He was repping the all I need shark tee. And uh, dude took two brutal slams on the flat bar, just trying to 50-50 it. It it wasn't really fair because he had it. He grinded the flat bar all the way to the end, like twice. So, like, he would basically, like, one try, he would totally miss the rail and almost die, catch himself. Next one, he would totally get on, grind the whole thing to the end, and look like he's going to ride away. And then he took a brutal slam, which we were like, oh, I was hanging with, like, Chloe and Cabri and all the little homies. And Nick Barth was there. And, uh, yeah, he took one slam and survived it, but it was a rough one. And I was like, holy shit, he survived. Then he, like, got back up and kept skating, and then the next try, he grinds the thing all the way to the end. I'm like, oh, he's back on the horse. He's going to land this shit, and then uh, the try after that, man, just another brutal slam too, and I've been there before, so I totally felt it, but uh, he hurt his wrist. Corey hurt his wrist, but I think by the end of the night, he was okay. Uh, he wasn't really skating, but I think he had to get his wrist checked out, but he survived, and he had a good attitude about the whole thing, and... Uh, he was the G, but yo, Corey, hell yeah, been there before. Stoked you survived it with minimal dan- damage, and uh, stoked to see you out there being a shark, representing the All I Need Shark tea. Uh, and the last tea we got is that Lighthouse tea. This one actually might be the best seller. It's almost gone, so there's only uh, we got adult small, medium, and one double XL. I did like a really small double run of double XLs this time just because people were asking for them. So they cost a little more, but I don't know. If you need a double XL, I'm stoked that you're repping it. So Shark T, let's see what sizes we got. We got, uh, we do have some youth, youth small, youth medium, youth large. Um, One small left, adult small, medium, large. XL sold out, double XL sold out. Um, But yeah, check it all out at allineedskate.com. We also still have our Rise hoodie up there. Again, all small quantities, limited sizes. Check out the All I Need socks, black and yellow, black and yellow, and our blue and white socks. I love the All I Need socks, Uh, just the best socks. And on the online store, you can get them in packs. You can get them as a single, or you can get them in packs of three, or a pack of six. And I would suggest the pack of six, because I love these socks, and they're the only socks I wear, so... Just quality-wise, they last forever. They're great skate socks. They're durable. They're not going to wear out. We have some Sabbath hoodies, too. This thing went really fast. Um, we have five Sabbath hoodies, and small and medium are the only sizes. But uh, I love this hoodie. Check the, check it all out at allineedskate.com. Uh, our next sponsor is the Legendary World Industries. Been in skateboarding for over 30 years. Uh If you don't know about World Industries, I feel bad because it's one of the most iconic, epic um, brands with with such a heavy history. Uh, I would suggest watching The Man Who Sold the World. That way you can learn about all the back history. But um, yeah, check out worldindustries.com. And they they actually have some boards up there right now and some new t-shirts. So worldindustries.com. And we have, what, one, two, maybe four decks? Let me see. I'll go to the actual link. One, two, three, four. About eight decks up there. Big Willie Styles up there. Tie Pods. Wet Willie Regrets. They got decks up there. Apparel. Uh, yeah, we got about 12 to 16, maybe 20 tees. Different tees up there between hoodies and long sleeves and all that stuff. Um, yeah. Support World Industries, it helps all I need. Uh, Every World Industries deck, if you notice when you buy a World Deck, it's got the little sticker on the top that says the size with the little skateboard under it. That means it came directly from me. So you know that I have my hands on that thing. I press that graphic on. Uh, If you rep a World Deck, it helps support all I need in the whole movement. And that's our sponsors. So, And coffee. Thank you, coffee, for sponsoring this episode. Mm, yeah, and shout out to all the skate shops out there that carry All I Need in world. You guys are Gs and help push everything forward. Uh, also, Stoked, I uh, want to give a shout out to Solstice Skateboarding in New Bedford, Mass. They just got a restock on their new deck that I helped. Uh, me and Jay came by and bought some blank boards and we pressed the graphics on for them. So, uh, yeah, if you are get one of these new All I Need, I mean, uh, Solstice decks, came straight from the All I Need Warehouse. Uh, I think they put it up. Yeah, it's up on their uh, site, but it's the NBMA one. It's the first one on their site when you go there. Check that one out. That's uh, straight from the All I Need Warehouse. Thanks for the support, Jay, my dude. And he might still have some All I Need tees, but he sold the first one really fast, and then he re-upped on them. And then last time I went in, I didn't see any of them. So if they're there in the shop, they may be uh, in the rack somewhere that I just didn't see, but... Okay, so for today's podcast, here's what we're gonna do. I threw the bat signal out, the skate signal out to people online um, at All I Need Skate on Instagram and I believe Facebook too. And I got topics and questions, so let's get into it. All right, first one comes from Ellie nineteen, and Ellie's been ripping this whole the whole past year that I've been seeing her. She's just been on a mission. Her her and a girlfriend been killing it. Skating all the transition, dropping in, learning new tricks, just constantly killing it at life and keeping out the skating too. It's unbelievable, man, and inspiring. And she served and, um, yeah, just a legendary human, man. She asked, when is the AIN grip tape dropping? So I have an order coming in April that's going to have two different styles of all-I-need grip. And this is our first time doing all-I-need grip. Uh, So I'm really excited for this. I found the best grip tape, uh, not too grippy, not not like it's not, it's grippy but not too grippy uh, and we have one that just has the A logo with all the bombs around it and skulls uh, that I use on the YouTube channel a lot and it'll be black with uh, like a tan uh, graphic on it and then the other is going to be a full graphic grip and it's going to be the Crush It Like Quint graphic so I'm pretty excited for that because I'm excited to have the Crush It Like Quint on the top. And then maybe on the bottom too for the graphic. But it should be here sometimes in sometime in April. April. We also have some crusher like Quint wheels coming too. I believe size fifty-three millimeter. We did small runs in each of these. Uh, so they're gonna go fast. But the in April. And I'll definitely announce that on our Instagram and uh, on our website. And thanks for asking, Ellie. I'm really excited to share that when they when they drop, man. It's crazy that we made it this far with all I need. It trips me out, man. Um, I've been working my ass off every day, man. Literally going to my 9 to 5, driving a box truck for a few hours, punching out, and then just pressing graphics on the skateboards for hours and polybagging for hours and just getting them all all the orders out there, trying to get it out in the shops as fast as possible. That way we can keep the machine moving. And, and it's been working, man. And same with the apparel. Just keep it moving. Uh... And we've been shipping out clothes uh, to people as fast as possible. That way they can get it. You get your order in, I get it out, and just keep it moving and keep it growing. So it's been awesome. All right, next question. Maji comes from my good homie Prescott, who also kills it, man. Epic dude. Hard worker, down-to-earth, real human, uh, loves fishing. Who does? I love fishing. Saw his thing last night. He's pulling a largemouth bass out of the water in slow-mo. Always oh, so sick. Dude, I know the. I know all you guys from just years of skating, which is so cool that we connect through skating. And it just keeps us together because we just end up at the same place skating together. Life is crazy, man. Uh, I'll get into the next question, but I just keep tripping out, man. This, like, 2021 was a crazy year. And, like, 2021... I mean, 2020 was a crazy year, and 2021 is, like, t- like getting crazy again, man. Uh, but I'm just trying to stay positive and keep moving, man. I've been uh, praying a lot and just saying please and thank you a lot, like, to myself. And just trying to remember that we have it good. And even though things get rough and hard and, like, test you and, like, things happen in life that are um, can bring you to your knees whether it happens to you or like someone you love like we all lose people and people go through tragic stuff man but uh i'm just constantly trying to remind myself every day just to um, be grateful and thankful uh despite you know the losses we take and the hardships we go through cuz uh we all do everyone does you know at the end of the li- at the end of this life we all have to let go you know of everything that we've created and the relationships we built and all these things, it's like we go into the unknown, you know, and uh, life is not an easy thing, man. And I know we all go through hell, and I know people are out there struggling at times, And but I'm with you, man. I've just been through a lot in life, as, as I know a lot of us have, and uh, just stay focused on positive, good things. And make sure to aim at things that you care about, you know. Uh, try to... F- connect with your friends and if we all just focus on doing positive and trying to be better versions of ourselves daily and trying to constrain our inner evils and beasts that we are because we are savages just to be a human is to 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 be human is to be a savage you know and then what you got to do is try to constrain that savage and not use it all the time or let it get out of control and use you you got to harness that thing until it's time to use it like if someone gets crazy with you and you got to turn into a savage, you know. But um, I don't know, man. I just wanted to say something like positive and inspiring because, like, it helps remind me to, like, just keep trying and keep aiming at things and and not fall into depression and sadness, which I'm prone to do because, I don't know, I've just – when you go through loss at a young age, like losing my father at 12 and dealing with my mom and her substance abuse and then, like, watching that play out through my family – when your family structure's broken and then these ills and evils play out through your family and through your siblings and through yourself. And when your emotions in, in the wiring get fucked up at a young age, it's really hard to um, rebuild pathways and stay positive all the time. And sometimes all it takes is one thing to like trigger and send you into depression. Like I fight it off the darkness all the time, you know. Cause life's gonna hand you L's. Not all the time, but like that's just part of life. Is it's it's risky. There's risk and danger involved in life, and every you know you can't hide from it. You gotta confront it and try to overcome it, and uh, not fall back into the pit of depression. And I talk about it just so I can remind myself to like keep going and keep trying. You know, and I know there's a lot of you guys out there that uh, are going through similar stuff at times, and. I don't know. All I'm trying to say is like stay strong, stay positive. Life is a uh, always moving and changing. It's, if you feel like you're stuck in a situation you're not, believe me, you're never you're never. Just give it some time and try to uh see the silver linings in life and you'll overcome, you know? And hang on and cling to the people you love and let them know it daily, man. I try to wake up every day and kiss and hug my Elwood and Emma, my puppies and Be grateful for that you know um yeah and keep killing it don't be scared to like take a deep breath and be like yeah i did a good job on that or yeah i'm not such a bad person i'm actually a pretty decent human you know we're so hard on ourselves so try not to like destroy yourself all the time okay (laughs) a little sidebar right there but uh i don't know moving on next question so back to Prescott's question. He says style diversity between East Coast and West Coast. I guess it just depends on like the terrain. If you're up north in California, it's more like SF and hill bombing and it's kind of crusty and has like a city New York type vibe with less tall buildings, but just has more of an East Coast weathered feel. If you're down south, it's like Southern California is a little, like, more prefab, all the industrial zones, and there's a lot of smoothness and less cracks and stuff, although in Southern California, if you're a true skater, you'll you'll fucking search out the nook and crannies of, like, crustiness. There's some shit in Southern California that I've watched some people's video parts and stuff, you're like, where the fuck are they skating, and it's like SoCal, but it doesn't look anything like it. It looks kind of crusty, and, like, they're digging in, like, deep parts of San Pedro, and, like... So it really just depends what type of skater you are, what you're looking for. but um, And on the East Coast, man, everything's just crusty and always changing because the weather, always evolving. Uh, it's got a lot of texture and uh, feel to it and history and a lot of old architecture. So I I, I really love East Coast skateboarding just because I know that you got to really want it to get out there and film those video parts. And, like, you don't even have to really necessarily – you you can't even really give a fuck about stair counting or whatever because like out here like a nine stairs the equivalent of like a West Coast a Southern California like twelve stair you know and you you film it and you're like people see it and like that's a sick spot and then they get there and like that thing is way gnarlier than it looked so you can't even really give a shit about stair counting or anything superficial like that you got to just be out there and be like I'm gonna hit it because this spot is sick and it looks cool and it's big and I don't care if people get that or not and like. You got to really just, like, want to put together a sick-ass video part that looks aesthetically pleasing. Um, Yeah, those are the main differences. I mean, you go out to Arizona and, like, this isn't east or west, but you go south and it gets, like, ditches and dusty and, like, flat and go down to, like, the southern part of America and it gets all humid and weathered. And, like, down in Florida and Louisiana, it's, like, mad, like, uh, the ground's all rough from just... Just like the humidity and swamplands just deteriorating everything. Uh, yeah, there's pros and cons to each side. So, But I always like that question because it's fun to talk about that shit. All right, moving right along. Shout out to Noah likes to skate. Young Noah writes, fingerboards. I want to see wooden AIN fingerboards, LOL. He writes this because I think he makes some fingerboards. <laughs> But uh, yeah, shout out, man. I would love to do some fingerboards for all I need. Uh, My homie, uh, Stefan, does devise fingerboards. And he asked me before. It just wasn't the right time. But uh, I might have him do a small run. Let me see if I can pull up his site. Devise fingerboards. I know I talked about him in the past on the podcast. (laughs) But he's the man, dude. And he does some cool-ass fingerboards. And I might have him do a small run just to do it. Should I text him right now? I don't even know if I have his number. Maybe I'll text him just live on the podcast. Uh, I don't think I have his number. That's all right. Bcat at the Edge has his number or contacts so I can get in touch with him. And just do a small run of like legit wooden fingerboards. These things are like seven plies. I don't know if they're seven plies, but they might be five plies. But they're veneers and they're glued together and shaped and molded. And he puts the graphic on and they look fucking sick, so... I'm going to have to hit up Devise and stuff on and have them do some All I Need ones. Now i got to think of the graphic we would do for the All I Need fingerboard. What trips me out is that we got like over 20 graphics for All I Need. I've been doing this for about 10 years, maybe 11 years now, and we're like growing our catalog of graphics. I remember when we first started out with All I Need, man, just coming out with those first boards and not knowing how to sell them and if they were going to sell and... Uh, this whole time has been so amazing with uh all i need but it's just been me spending all my money just constantly spending money to like uh keep the thing going you know and and it's crazy because it's been selling every like even now like they're just everything's been selling and it's been working out but now it's like i want to keep it going i want to keep it growing and moving forward and find ways like i'm trying to turn all i need into uh Uh, a business that's beyond myself where i can uh have people helping out and employing and like i mean it's gotten to that point we got our artist shout out to peter james glenn got the sales rep my homie conrad furla for any skate shops out there that are looking to get your hands on all i need or world industries you can hit up conrad furla or i believe his name on instagram is conrad eat your cookies um and then we have our skate team you know and like, they come help me with all the decks and shipping out T-shirts and hoodies and hats and, and printing the putting the graphics on and polybagging. Like, Nick Barth, my good homie, came by and helped me polybag about 200 decks yesterday, which saved a bunch of times. And uh, it's been a lot of growth, but then I had to take the um, profit from that and put it into what's next. So, we got beginner completes coming in April for all I need. We got Crusher like Quint wheels. We got two different grip tapes coming. Uh... A whole bunch of skateboards I've been stocking up on. Um, Yeah, so it's working, but it's just like uh, when you start a business uh, and you're doing it, it's just all your time. You're just working nonstop, literally every day, working from seven days a week, over 40 hours a week, and there's always a fire to put out. And you always need more money to invest in something and keep it moving, or there's some you gotta order some more product. There's always something. Whether I'm buying sizing stickers for the decks, poly bags, um, poly bags to wrap the skateboards, or mailer poly bags to mail out stuff like uh, mailing envelopes. Uh, there's always something, man, that pops up, and you're just like, uh, you gotta pay this. You gotta pay sales reps. You gotta pay the artists. There's always stuff, you know. So like, this the pandemic has been crazy because like. Everything exploded right there, and it's uh, been a blessing, but it's also been, like, heavy, because I'm like, oh, like, I got to keep up with this machine, you know, and it's growing, so it's unbelievable. I love it, man. I love the challenge. Like, that's why I did it. That's why I started my own brand was, like, I need something that's hard enough to sustain me, to keep me going, to keep me focused, to, like, pull me in, you know, because I could drip drift off. I have a million different th- ideas and things to do, and, like, all I need just holds my attention, Especially, like, doing this podcast keeps me sane a lot. Like, I'm really stoked to have this podcast with you guys, uh, to have an audience and be able to talk. And your feedback means a lot, man. Uh, Whether you leave a comment on the YouTube channel or on iTunes, like, and you rate the podcast, that shit, like, fires me up to keep going. So, And then the YouTube channel, man, I love filming and I love editing and just... Doing those five by five interviews. If you go to All I Need Skate on YouTube, we do five questions and five answers with all these up and coming rippers, man. Please check that out. Check out the YouTube channel, man. That's the labor of love. That's the whole that's the whole Jabroni, man. Uh, but it, you know, there's so much stuff to be done, you know? It's awesome, dude. <laughs> I'm having so much fun. I'm like breaking my back, but it's fucking epic, dude. I couldn't ask for anything more, man, to be honest. So Uh, yeah, I'm psyched to see what the next 10 years of all I need and world, uh, take us where it takes us and what we do. We'll see, man. It's going to be a wild fucking ride. That's for damn sure. My friends. All right. Ellie Prescott and Noah. Thanks for the questions. Thanks for following the podcast. Thanks for following all I need and contributing and keep killing it. You guys all rip. All right. Moving right along. Oh, dude, I got a question from Corey Noonan who I was just talking to talking about who took those double slams but survived. Corey writes, what made you start All I Need? Uh, I've talked about this before on the podcast, but, uh, yeah, let's get into it. All I Need was formed back when I was riding for New York. I was riding for New York, and uh, I wasn't really sure if I was going to get aboard there. We put out the State of Mind video. And, uh, I've been, I was busting my ass working really hard and, uh, it was implied or or someone mentioned that I was going to go pro or that I might have a pro board. And it felt like it was like my chance, you know, I was like, this is like, everything's coming together. And then, uh, it just never really happened. So my, you know, they mentioned it, they said it was going to happen. And then it just kind of fizzled out for whatever reasons I can't really remember, so I was kind of, like, down, like, bummed out because I had been working for years and years and years and rode for other brands and went to New york thinking, like, this could be my chance to get a pro board and keep going. And uh, it just never happened, and it really, like, deflated my balloon, you know? I was like, God, man, like, fuck else can I do at this point? So it didn't happen. So then I was like, you know what? It doesn't fucking matter, like... I know it was a goal of mine, but, like, skating is what matter, matters overall, you know, like, I just want to keep skating in my life and figure it out, you know, so then I was, like, I can't really, like, trust, like, brands to do, like, to to not, you know, especially corporate brands. I skated for Zoo York, and uh, they are owned by Mark Echo, and they were just, like, big brands, you know, and I was, like, I can't trust these dudes to, like, keep keep this going so I just decided I was gonna start all I need with my homies so we started our first video we made some t-shirts and I was like this way I can figure out how to run a brand I can keep it all going and if I'm not you know if I'm not gonna be pro then at least I can be pro in the sense that I am building a brand and sponsoring people and helping them and maybe turn them pro that was like what it was so so yeah then all i need was born and i just started learning all the behind the scenes of running a business and i formed a skate team and was like dudes that i was like i'd like to turn these guys pro one day and make it happen and do the company the way i wanted to do it or the way we wanted to do it once we have the team you know so uh yeah that's kind of why i started all i need man and it's been a hell of a ride like i was just saying so and Corey, shout out man hit me back too let me know how your wrist is man Good thing it was. It didn't look too swollen, and I know you said you hurt it in the past and maybe fractured it and had to have the cast, so hopefully it wasn't anything like that. But it didn't look too bad, man. I know it was the slams looked worse. That's for damn sure. Okay. Next up is Marty Wahlberg. Shout out to Marty, my G. Marty destroys. Marty's been repping All I Need in World for a while now. I think he might be riding a wet willy deck right, night, right now. Ice cold wet willy, my G. Choo-choo. Marty's sick on a snowboard, too, man. Dude's ripping. He writes, best park in best p- park in Mass debate. So we talked about this before, but best skate park in Mass. There's so many, man. There's so many, man. So many. You let me know. If you watch this video and you're from Massachusetts or you've been to Mass, what's your favorite ska- uh, skate park? Leave a comment in the YouTube section or if you're on iTunes. Go to the iTunes store and let me know what you think the best skate park in Massachusetts is. I can hear my dogs barking, and it's so annoying. But whatever. That's what happens. The only thing that annoys me is that my lady told me to, uh, there's quiet time because she's working. Whatever. All right. Um. Yo, Aiden. I don't know if this is the Aiden I skated with last night. It was ripping, but he writes, all I need future. So future is new grip, new wheels, working on a new video. I've been eyeing a spot for a new for a skate shop. All I need shop would be sick, right? Uh, don't know when or if it'll happen, but it's in my heart, and I've been dreaming about skate shop since I was little, and I've been saving some dough for it. So I don't know. I'm trying to get uh, more free time so I can actually focus on that. So that could be in the future. Um, yeah, probably put some amps on. Jacob Jensen's been killing it and he's not even official AM but uh, we're gonna go today and actually work on uh, some street footage. That's something I could talk about is like people always ask like what's it take to be an amateur or what's it take to be a pro? Well, for all I need and for world and for myself, I mean like I flow people and they have potential and they're ripping And uh, but to be AM, you really gotta have some video parts under your belt, man. You gotta like you got to be working on your skating so you have enough tricks and you have your style locked in and you're filming full length video parts that's huge as a skateboard company like if you come to me and you have your own style your own following of people that you like are cool with and you build up your social media and you've been putting out video parts and maybe with yourself or you're putting them out with a skate shop video with all your homies or making like homie videos and You really got to be out in those streets filming video parts because that really shows your skating, your trick selection, your spot selection. It's huge, man. And like because everybody can skate a park. Like parks are so smooth and perfect and like I skate better at parks because it's like everything's a little bit smaller or like perfect and nothing to worry about and you just like there's no there's nothing behind it, you know. Uh, It's fun. I love it, you know, and the videos are awesome filming at parks and stuff, but to really like be able to market your skating, I'd say go out there in the streets, film those video parts, get all those tricks you you know at that time and find street spots that complement it so you can really show your style and your selection a lot. So, as an amateur, I'd say I'd be working on contests, events, traveling, filming a video part out in the streets and uh being connected to communities, a skateboard, and making friends, like connecting, and that's how opportunities happen. So, and then to be pro, you gotta make sure you, you've done all that for years, and it's gotta be longer than you think. Like you gotta put in work long enough that shops are asking for a skateboard with your name on it. You know, and that takes a lot of work. It's not gonna be easy. There's no overnight success in that. Like people like to think it's just like. I get hooked up, and then it's just going to happen. It's like, no, you got to grind it out, man, because there's so many people out there that want to be amateur or pro or flow. or So you got to, like, rise above and keep at it and not give up. And over time, it's just going to be evident evident that you deserve it, you know, because you had put in all that work, and it's undeniable. And that's what it takes, man. Like, I, I didn't go pro till I was 27, maybe 28, and it didn't even seem like it was going to happen. And I, like, still was traveling. I traveled the whole world, met tons of people, put out endless video parts, and, like, uh, you know, I didn't know if it was going to happen. And then World Industry swooped in and saw my state of mind part and was like, yeah, they're not going to turn you pro? Nope. And they're like, we're in, dude. We want to give you pro board, pro shoe, and keep this train going. And I was like, and that was because Charlie Thomas and RP Best and Andrew Cannon and these guys were working at World. And they were core skaters and they saw they're like yeah they were looking for someone who they felt was getting slept on and that's what they told me they're like yeah man you've been at it for so long we've been following your story we like your style and you have an endless track of like video parts and interviews and magazines and all that stuff so uh that's how it happened man but literally 27 man and I was just grinding it out. And even if it didn't happen, I didn't care because I, w- I would have still been just doing that stuff because that's the funnest shit in skateboarding is filming video parts and traveling. And it's doesn't matter if you have a pro board or not, you know. But I'm just specifically talking to those of you out there that want to be amateur or pro or want to pursue it. It's not going to be easy, and it shouldn't be because then everybody would get it. It would be like scootering where everybody can tail flip or backflip after a month of like just holding on and learning how to do the thing. Uh, skateboarding is not easy. That's what I like about it, is that's fucking challenging. Because if it's challenging, it's gonna make you better. It's gonna challenge you, and you're gonna rise up and get a better style. Push through, find the tricks you can do, and whatnot. So, um, yes. Oh, the future. All I need. Uh, all I need mag number three is gonna come out. If you guys cop something from the all I need skate shop online, I will throw in a copy of. All I need mag number two. We have our second magazine out there. And there's only I don't have any many copies I have left, but uh probably the next ten orders from the online store. If you order anything, I'll throw in a one of our magazines for free. Um there's a lot on the future, man. We're we're aiming at a bunch of stuff and working hard towards it. Next question, my friends. Uh this one is from Luke McCoy, who I skated with last night, who was ripping, got some solid clips of you last night. My G. He writes, did you have a dream sponsor growing up in frontsmith smith or backsmith?" So to be honest, my dream sponsor was World Industries. Just because Flame Boy, Wet Willy, all the artwork always pulled me in, man. And World Industries is free to do whatever they want because they've pushed every boundary, you know, in every direction. So it just seems like a lot, like really free. And uh, yeah, that was my dream sponsor. And it actually happened you know i rode for them for like eight years maybe maybe eight years and it was legendary so cool and then now i'm in charge of like brand manage uh being brand manager for world industries and selecting the team and bringing back art and creating art uh it's crazy it might be even better than actually skating for them <laughs> so yeah that was it and then the second part of that is backsmith or front, front, frontsmith. All right, so for me personally, front smith on, like, a big handrail is such a good feeling. Locking in and just, like, holding that thing. And uh, I, I once did a front smith down this 8 flat 8 kink rail in Arizona. It was, like, long and mellow and not too hard to get on, which was nice. It wasn't too, like, dangerous. I could, the stairs were wide enough that I could, like, land on them without rolling ankles. That's one that comes to mind. And then back smith on transition, though. Like, when you lock into a back smith and it pulls you, such a good feeling, man. Such a goddamn good feeling. Hell yeah, Luke. Thanks for that question. Keep ripping it. G-g-g-g-g-g-g. I saw those 50s last night, man. You lock in, just hold that 50, that whole quarter pipe. Looks so fun. All right, Victor Moss, And this is Patrick. My homie Patrick overcame an ACL tear. Still ripping, riding bikes, having fun. Dude crushes that life. He writes, mellow versus steep concave boards. In what environment are they... Better suited for. Keep killing it. So concave to me, I don't know at all, but to me concave is about flip tricks. And I like a medium concave. And if I had to pick, I'd rather it be steeper than mellower. Too mellow just makes the board feel like it's gonna pancake out and just D and there's nothing to it, you know? But uh medium concave, that way it's not it's not too much of a curve where you can't really get your flip trick flip tricks right. And it's not too mellow where there's nothing grabbing it, so medium concave is what I would say. And other than that, I don't really know what the perks of flat and medium are. Uh, flat and steep concave bar. I I just I just say medium, go right down the middle, motherfuckers. <laughs> and he says, keep killing it, same Patrick, keep keep killing it, man. I see you online and it's and I see you in person too. We don't always get to talk and hang out because like I get to the park and. I'm either trying to skate, and you're already skating. We say hi, but we don't get to, like, sit down for a while and talk. But I'm sure we will one day. And But I like, I like seeing you out there and doing your thing because you inspire me for sure, man. You're, like, a positive dude who works hard and always up to some cool stuff. And, uh, yeah, just keep killing it. All right, Mr. Daniel Turnbull. He writes, different shapes in modern – oh, I skipped around. Here we go. Different shapes in modern skateboards, AIN, fishtail. People have been asking for ship uh, shapeboards, and uh, I'm going to bring some. We're going to do some shapeboards, I promise. It's just taking some time. But uh, I'm going to go to our, our uh, manufacturer that makes our skateboards, and they have tons of molds with all different types of shapes. I was up there last time, but I had other business. I couldn't really like get free to search through all the molds. I was picking up boards and had to go through them and pick what I wanted, shapes and stuff. They were already made. But I didn't have a chance to go through all the molds we could potentially use. But uh, damn sure I'm going back up there and I'm going to find some epic shape boards and we're going to put them out there for world and all I need. So in the future, man, a fishtail would be awesome. Hell yeah. Thank you for the question, my friends. Okay, I'm gonna. That one's gone. All right, Andy Flowers. Let's see what time it is. Forty minutes. Okay, so I still got about twenty minutes before I gotta. got a skateboard lesson with Young Elijah Maji ripping. We just put out a five by five video of Young Elijah on the YouTube channel too. I got about twenty more twenty minutes, so I can answer a few more. Andy Flowers writes the future of world industries. Um, more artwork. That's the future of World Industries. Right now we have World Tees and PacSun. I want to say Tilly's too. The apparel is out there. Decks are in core shops. Um, And the future is going to be more art. I'm bringing back some old graphics. We're creating new graphics. Um, The next World Industries board that's going to be dropping in about a month is, I believe it was called the Crank Call um, board. Uh, Someone told me I should call it the Hotline board but I think it was called originally called The crank call, crank call. And it's Flame Boy, and he's pissing into a phone. So it's pissing fire into a phone, and then that's on the nose. And then you scroll to the middle, and it's the devil man, and he's got the headphones on, and he's the phone operator. And then on the tail is Wet Willie, and he's holding the phone, and the, the flame piss is coming out and burning him. Um, so, yeah, that's the next uh, throwback that uh, – is coming out in about a, a maybe a month, a little over a month, month, so the end of April maybe. And then we have some world shoes dropping, some uh, lifestyle shoes, but also some skate shoes are dropping. World shoes have been starting to pop and uh, kill it, and people have been buying them again. So uh, definitely see more with the footwear side of things. We're building our team up. Sam Curran, the film, filmer slash shredder. Sean Egan's been killing it. Uh, we're going to do a trip to Cali, I believe, at some point this summer. Kevin Clem, Pro Models, more of those. We have He has two out right now. Uh, the Saw Boys graphic, which is Wet Willy and Flame Boy as, as if they were in the movie Saw. And they're, like, cutting their own limbs off. And the Devil Man's in the middle just uh, being, uh, what was that guy's name in Saw? God, I'm not going to remember it. But he's got the, like, spirals on the cheek. Oh, it's so annoying. I can't remember that. Let me see. I'll look at jigsaw, right? Let me see if that's it. Jigsaw saw movie. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is jigsaw. Devil man plays jigsaw in that exactly. Um, more Kevin Kevin pro Kevin Clem pro models. Kevin fucking destroys dude. Kid just keeps getting better. Does shit I can't even comprehend on a skateboard. It's fucked up. Same as Sean. Sean Egan's just like such a technician. So much control. Crazy manuals. Just Stees too. Um, more skate team, more art, more traveling. That's on the agenda. Okay. Steel Toe Joe underscore Monteo writes Can you guys make a nine inch wide deck? We can, I'm sure of it. Again, I gotta go up to our manufacturer and see what we got or how we could do that. But um we could. I don't know how many people want 9-inch wide boards. If you're out there and you're listening, let me know what you think about 9-inch wide boards. Because to me, that seems like absurd unless you're skating some big-ass pool or something. I don't really know. Let me know. Leave a comment in the in the section or wherever the fuck you connect with me. Leave a comment. Let me know what you think of uh, wide-ass boards like that, like 9-inch seems super, like, I don't know. I mean, we could definitely make, like, a handful and see how it does. Who's riding 9-inch? You can't even fucking flip your board at that point. I guess that's just for cruising, right? All right, moving right along, my Gs. Anders, shout out to Anders Potters, young ripper, flow rider for all I need. Uh, He writes pressure flips or Vero flips. Thoughts on freestyle skateboarding. Ooh, I like this one. First, right off the bat, if you're about to have fun, if you're all about having fun, I would say pressure flips all day. I can't do one. Never done one. Not even sure how to do them. I watch Westgate do them all the time, and I'm super jelly. But uh, it's one that I just can't comprehend, but they look so fucking fun, pressure flips. But if I'm going on uh, style, varial flip all day. A good varial flip, there's a lot of shitty ones out there. There's a lot of shitty shitty 180 kickflips out there. Sorry, it's just facts. If I do one, I don't practice them enough. They look like dog shit. Uh, but, dude, when someone practices that trick, like uh, Brian Anderson or Steve Nesser, or I even want to say Kenny Anderson, maybe on flat or something, but like a good varial flip, dude, nothing, nothing better than that. And I know people talk shit on that trick. And I've definitely talked shit on that trick because why the fuck not? It's fun. Life's about fun and being silly. Uh, but, dude, when someone does a flip right, it's fucking epic. So, for sure. And then thoughts on freestyle and skating. I don't really think about it, but when I see it, I'm like, whoa, that's wild. That's cool. It's unrelatable because, like, I don't know. I've never really focused on it too much, but uh, it doesn't pull me in. But, uh, dude, when you see some cool-ass freestyle tricks... It's like magic. It's like a magic trick. That's what my thoughts are. Freestyle skating reminds me of like being a magician. And uh, my 12-year-old kid inside of me just goes, oh my god, this is sick. Not to the point where I want to do it, but I mean I get to the primos, like doing some primo shit and it gets fun. But besides that, not really for me, but I love it. Um, Frickle Spickles writes, why you don't send your stuff to Portugal? Uh, we need distributors out there or shop that'll carry it in bulk and, uh, make it affordable. That way, you know, you don't get beat up by the shipping and stuff. And so I've shipped stuff to Portugal before with all I need, uh, if you pay the shipping, you know, but, uh, the decks have been moving right now. So I don't have time to like stop for an order. Just like I've been selling them direct to skate shops, you know? and they've been eating up all my inventory shops have just been doing a great job and I really want to skate support the skate shops because we just went through a pan the pandemic and skate shops are a necessity just for sanity man I I grew up going to Solstice skate shop and just hanging out in there and having a safe spot to like talk about whatever you know I was a little kid and I needed to like exercise what I thought and what I felt and uh the people there were were JV and Andrew were just really cool and allowed me to go in there and just run my mouth off. And they would like talk to me and, you know, tell me when I was being an asshole or, you know, just give me space to be myself and figure it out. So that's what we need growing up is just space to figure it out and not be judged too harshly or like, you know, or told how to do things or whatever. They just gave me the space to be myself and or they felt like they could help out, they would chime in, you know, and that's what I needed. And that's what a skate shop is, is just a place to hang out and really like, see some cool products and connect and talk about skateboarding and do mini podcasts. That's the part about the skate shop I would love if we didn't all I need skate shop is uh, I would love to like work there for, you know, the day and like, just do mini podcasts with people that come in and hang out and just talk, talk about skating and life. And skate shops are so crucial. So I've been selling direct to them. I don't really have time to stop and like do one order to someone international and, and the boards have just been selling out super fast and it's hard to get inventory. So it's not like it's all like we're killing it, killing it. It's like they sell out and then I'm waiting, you know, to get product. So um but uh that's why. But if there's a distribution or a shop out there that wants to carry all I need, please hit me up. Um World Industries Collector on, these are from Instagram, by the way. Writes: World is becoming more active again. Can you expand to shops in Europe? We do have we do have a distributor in Europe. I'm not exactly where I'm not exactly 100 sure where they're selling throughout Europe, but we do have someone that's connecting with shops in Europe. So it is happening, man. And World Industries is becoming active because skateboarders are putting their heart and soul into it again, and that's what that brand needs. So that's what it gets, my G's. Fuck yeah. World Industries, I'm so proud of that brand, man. Through To hell and back, literally, with that brand. And it's still here, and we're still crushing. Dennis CBG writes, needs an online shop for the EU. Greetings from Germany. Shout out, my G. Thank you, thank you, thank you for that. Dude, it's crazy that over- all over the world, they're- they want some world and all I need decks, man. And clothes, too, It's just crazy. All right, let's see. All right, we got more time. Next one. This one is Don't ours or D-O-N-T-O-U-R-S, writes smaller decks than 7.75. Dude, back in the day when I first started skating, I think my first board was a 7.5. And we're definitely going to have smaller sizes and mini boards and all that stuff. I plan on doing it all. You know, just because we can, and why not? It'll be epic. So, uh, like I said, we have those beginner completes coming. I don't think they're gonna be on a seven-seven-five. They'd probably be on an eight-inch. But um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't. There's so many young kids skating these days, which gets me so sparked because that means skating is like helping people because everyone's getting into it. So there's value in it. So it's cool to see all these young people skating. So definitely the smaller size of the deck. We need to do smaller sizes. Right now, the only sizes we offer for world and all I need is um 8.1, 8.25, 8.38, and 85. Those are the four sizes we've been sticking with, and they've been working, but I plan to expand. My friends. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh next question. Aaron Scapegoat. My G, what up, Aaron? Same man. Keep killing it, man. Seriously, you inspire me a lot too, man. I can just tell you love skating for the right reasons. And when you get on your board, you're hyped because you got free time to go have fun and push yourself a little bit, man. And whenever I see you, it's just like positivity and that keeps me going, man. Uh, At at a skate park or anywhere for that matter, which is worse, rollerbladers or scooters? This is the all-time debate for real. Let me think about this. I'm going to give you two answers. Back in the day, it was rollerbladers because they were the scooters then. So rollerbladers would show up, and uh, since my opinion is anybody can really rollerblade for the most part, so there'd be a lot of them. They'd just take over, you know, and that's how it is with scooters nowadays. So back in the day, rollerbladers were the worst if they were showing up and uh, everywhere and just, like—the thing with rollerblading that that was, like, rough is there's— It's strapped to their feet, and they can pretty much go anywhere. So they're just, like, snaking like crazy, and they go fast, so they could just really take you out. And then scooters today, man, they're just young kids that don't know what the fuck they're doing out there, and their parents got them out there on a scooter, and they think it's a good idea. And if you're trying to have a real session at a skate park or whatever, it might be a really bad accident, you know? And they're not really practicing the balance because they got the handlebar, so, like, they're getting unearned speed. And they're out there with the big boys, and there's just always a chance of someone getting really hurt. So, but both are annoying when they uh, don't know what they're doing. Even young skateboarders that don't know what they're doing, it's, like, sometimes you got to tell them, like, yo, there's a bunch of grown people out here skating, and you're going to get smoked and get really hurt if you don't, like, you need to find your own space to, like, practice the fundamentals before you come out into, like, the big part of the park and try to, like, get in the mix. Just don't want anyone to get hurt, you know, ruin the fun, so. And rollerbladers, not all of them, but the ones that annoy me are the ones that are, like, kind of full of themselves. They think they're the shit because they can rollerblade. That's weird. That's the same with skateboarders, too. Skateboards that think they're the shit because they can skateboard kind of annoys me. And then the scooters, same thing. The ones that annoy me are, like, the ones that are, like, trying to get too much attention and, like, need you to pay attention to them or, like, putting on a fucking show. You know what annoys me the, the most, Whether no matter what you ride? is if you're out there and you're trying a trick and you need the whole park to pay attention to you like you're trying to get everyone to stop to watch you try a trick and i get that sometimes the thing's really hard and like but the fact that you need everyone to watch you and pay attention is like just selfish dude there's been times where like everyone's sessioning having fun and then there's this one dude off to the side who's like trying to like he's making a hissy fit cuz he's trying to film a trick in the middle of like everybody having fun and skating and he needs everyone to stop. So like, and it, I can tell it's because they want all the attention and they're trying to use that. But it's like, dude, you need to like figure it out. Sometimes I've even yelled to the person like, "Yo, everybody's skating. We're not gonna fucking wait for you to go. Like, just go. Stop making a hissy fit. You know, it's bullshit, dude. If you're gonna do that, go out in the fucking streets and film a trick. Cause then it's like, you you're not at a busy skate park here. Go out in the fucking streets, find the spot, go to town for an hour or two with your filmer. And fucking all eye on you. The filming eye is on you and you get the trick or you don't. It's nothing that's the most annoying shit. For real. For real, for real. Um did I did I get it at all? I must have deleted it. Alright. Skate factotum writes, big puff shoes coming back. Um What goes up? Must go down. I don't know if that applies. Round and round, <laughs> uh, things go in and out, man. And why not? I fucking love puffy shoes. Bring them back. Bring them back, my G. Action's back. Stoked on action. Shout out to Action too for sending us a shit ton of actions, man. He sent. They sent us like a dozen, uh, a dozen pairs of shoes, man. Hooked Sean Egan up. Gave Evan a pair. I got a pair on right now. Shoes are good. Quality. Top quality. Uh, the branding's on point. It's all about positivity, like time for some action. And every th- post they're making is like talking about something positive and steezy. And fucking shout out to Action. I'm stoked they're back. And they got some puffy shoes, but they got other options too. But they're bringing it back and they're doing it right. They're hooking up skateboarders and Kareem's involved, from what I can see. And um fuck yeah. Let's do it, dude. Bring it all back. Let's get what they took from us. <laughs> Is that a saying? I don't know. <laughs> but like, because, you know, recession happened and like everyone's hard work got fucking stopped. Like when the recession happened and world industries had to drop their team and a bunch of people had to get dropped, it was like all their blood, sweat and tears had to stop, you know, and like brands had to like close up shop and drop riders and all these people that are working so hard and trying to keep the dream alive. And then. Fucking life hands you an L, you know. So fucking bring it all back, dude. If you care about it, bring it the fuck back for real. That's how I feel. That's why I started. All I need is like we keeping the shit here. I'm gonna fuck money, no money. We are gonna figure this shit out because we're gonna be on, we're on this ride. We're on this fucking epic ride for as long as we want. For real. Rick Beta, shout out to Rick Beta, and please check out his No Mongo podcast. I had an episode on there, but. Besides that, he had he has tons of awesome episodes, and he's a really good podcaster. Great questions, uh, awesome to listen to. So, No Mongo Podcast, please check out Rick Beta's con, uh, Rick Beta's podcast because he's the G and he has awesome content, awesome guests, does a great job. And thanks for having me on, my G. And I'll have him on this podcast too. So, because Rick's a friend now. After hanging out with him, I was like, I made a friend right here. And he writes thoughts on skateboard agents. And managers, are they necessary? Okay. This is a tough one, I guess, but uh, we'll get into it. I don't think they're necessary. You don't need an agent or a manager. But some people, if you want to go a certain direction, like if you're going into the Olympics maybe or you want all those corporate sponsors, then an agent or a manager might be able to open up some of those doors, I guess. They're going to take a cut, you know. (coughs) excuse me, if you're good enough to make some money and have some sponsors and, um, but they might open up some possibilities and make more money. And, but, um, but not a necessity, dude. No, if you're on your P's and Q's and you, sorry for that burp too. If you're handling your business and you know how to network and connect and build up, uh, communities and you don't need them, you know, but it just depends on what your, what your agenda is, what you're aiming at, what you want to do, you know? Not everybody just wants to be a core skateboarder, core to the bone. Some people want to get that Got Milk ad, you know, like Tony Hawk, and maybe a manager or, or a agent would help with that, you know. Uh, yeah, so not a necessity. Could be a good thing, could be a bad thing. I've heard stories both ways. Um, yeah, So I feel about that. That's all I have to say about that, my friends. Um, let's see... Oh, that one's a dark one. Can't read that one. It's too heavy of a subject, and we're at the end of the podcast, so... I'll save it on my phone. Maybe I'll get to that question. Just, I'll outline it. It's about a certain skateboarder who catfished a younger skateboarder. So, this older skateboarder was sending messages to a younger skateboarder online pretending he was a, a girl to get that younger skater. I, I don't think it was like he was super young. I don't know if he was like 18. I don't think he was like a child. But like it was an older skater with a 18-year-old basically. And he got him to send him a dick pic because he pretended like he was a girl. And then he showed everybody he was with the kid's dick pic basically. And like he sent the kid a photo of everybody in the room like laughing at this kid. And, uh, yeah, it's fucked up, dude. And I don't know if it's true, but it's just a story I heard, so I don't really want to say all names involved. But basically, this pro skater catfished a young, uh amateur skater and just made a fool out of him. Just so fucked up. Please don't do that shit. Yeah, if it happened, don't, don't do that because it's horrible, man. And like I said, I don't know if this is just rumors or you hear fucked up stories like this. So you don't really know. Um, but yeah. But yeah, it was like a skater, pro skater in like his late 20s and then a amateur skater like in his 18, 19, So it was all adult shit, but it's still fucked up, you know, like just as on a human level, like you're a fucking cock if you did that. And I don't know, like I don't know 100% if it's true, so I don't want to say the names. But that's a heavy topic, right? Okay, we're almost at the end of these questions, so I'll I'll bang them out. We're over an hour, and I gotta go uh, skate lesson. So, grind the f- skate. I don't know what that one is. Sorry. He writes crooked or nose grind or only nose grind. So this debate about crooked grind and nose grinds, backside and frontside, has been going on forever, and I don't really get the fucking debate. Here, here's my answer to it. Whatever one you can do or you enjoy doing, that's what it is. If you do an overcook and you want to call it a fucking nose grind, you do that, my G. If you do a nose grind and it looks like an overcook who gives a fuck? They're both hard. They're both fucking hard. And they both look steezy. Done right. So it doesn't matter if it's an overcook or a nose grind. does not fucking matter. That's, that's it. That debate's done. I just murdered that debate. Ten seconds. Killed it. All you motherfuckers out there debating that. Nose grind over crook doesn't fucking matter. You know why it doesn't matter because you should be able to do both. Do a straight up nose grind on a box where you're flat and it's clearly a nose grind, and then get that over crook too. That way, you have fucking both of them. And then when they say, which one's with that, just be like, Oh, I'll do them both. You want a switch, you want fakie? you want nolly? <laughs> fucking do them all. Don't fucking tell me my nose grinds an Overcrook. I know the fucking difference. I do them both. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by coffee. So shout out to coffee. <sighs> one coffee a week so far. Although it might be one coffee every two weeks. because I think I missed last week's podcast. Here's what I was doing. I was trying to keep up every week with the podcast and it was not humanly possible with all the stuff I have going on and then i just realized that this is my show and i can literally put it out whenever the fuck i want to put it out if it's once a month it's once a month uh i i realized i had to do what was sustainable and not feel pressured to just do it because you know and i'm a workaholic and i like to do things and i i derive joy from all the things i do so it's like i tend to do it a lot you know so but um yeah That's something I realize is like, hey man, take your time, do it at a pace that you can enjoy it, but also it's sustainable and doesn't burn you out. Because crash and burnout is real in this world. My geez, you know. Uh, And I got a good ass balance right now. YouTube channel channel uh, videos coming out once, uh, maybe twice a week. Wednesdays and Saturdays have been the release day for skate videos on the All I Need Skate YouTube channel, and then uh, the podcast once a week or once every other week, depending on how much free time and one coffee whenever I podcast. So yeah, my geez. And crew grind, nose grind debate is fucking dead. It is dead. I killed it, murdered it. Um, Let's see. All right. We've come to the end of the questions from what I can see. I, I have two more. Wyatt, my G. Wyatt says shaped boards, which we already covered. I I personally don't really skate that many shape boards, but I definitely will. So we're going to bring those bitches back. And the last question goes to my homie, Rogan Kennedy, who is up and coming, Destroyer. Uh I just filmed the whole edit of him at the Hive Skate Park. Kid was just destroying it. Switch trays so beautifully. He writes, what's scarier, big ramps or big stairs and rails? <laughs> Good question, my G. Right off the bat, they're both fucking scary. They're both fucking scary. That's for damn sure. But for me personally, big ramps are terrifying. Big ramps, anything that goes up to vert is terrifying to me. I just like, six foot is like my my zone. I get up to six foot and things get hairy from there. I'm like nervous on six foot transitions. Like, I don't know. That's just me. So any vert, shit like that, terrifying. As I get older, I like skating it more, but it's still scary. Uh, And rails, big handrails and stairs are terrifying, but I was able to confront those. Like, I jumped down big-ass 16 stairs and 20-stair handrails, and um, they weren't scary enough to stop me from getting it, you know, whereas I never really skated vert too much. I've done, like, rock to fakie and 50-50 stalls and stuff, but I haven't learned a bunch of tricks, you know. But I've skated a bunch of big handrails and stairs and got a bunch of tricks on them. So to me personally, uh, big big ramps are terrifying. It's one of the reasons that I love watching uh, Evan Mansellillo skate because he destroys big-ass ramps, and it's like a dream to me. I'm, like, watching him do him, like I'm, like, living through him, vicariously through him, you know? Uh, Evan's on a tear, and he's out in Florida too, man. Shout-out to Evan. Still on the trip, shredding, so... Hell yeah, Rogan. Solid question. Appreciate that. Um, before I go, I'll, if any of you guys out there want to respond to any of these questions or have an opinion on any of them or any questions in general, uh, please leave a comment on the YouTube channel. Or if you're on, if you're listening to the audio only, go to the iTunes store, leave a comment, rate us. That would be fucking sick, man. Because I guess if you do that on the iTunes store, it'll uh, help get the podcast out there further, which it could be epic build a bigger audience, um, and on the YouTube channel, man, just engage, subscribe, like, do all that bullshit they tell you to do because it actually makes a difference. It uh, grows our YouTube channel, which is awesome, man, and it actually, that helps support all I need because we monetize our videos and the pennies are trickling in. It's not much money, but um, it makes a difference in ads and helps to keep everything moving forward and keeps the show on, keeps the dream alive, So, shout out to all you that support All I Need and World Industries, uh, either through buying the gear or sharing our videos and sharing the podcast and engaging. You guys are the fucking shit, and you're the reason why this is doing it, my Gs. Hell yeah. Stoked on another podcast. Uh, Stoked to be here. 2021 is going to be a hell of a year. Um, Yeah, stay positive. Aim at things that help, aim at things that keep you moving, keep you inspired, keep the loved ones near you. Um, Say please and thank you daily if you remember. Uh, I know life gets you caught up, so sometimes it's hard to remember to take a second uh, to be grateful, and I'm trying to do it daily. Um, Yeah, I love you, fuckers. Peace.